0: You're listening to Insights for Living with Pastor Bodju Oyemade. Pastor Bodju is the Senior Pastor of the Covenant Nation. What is called uh, divine help? In other words, when God helps a person. And what is this help? How does this help come? But we've got to understand that God is Committed to being your helper, and you must know how to receive help when it comes. Because many people don't have a proper understanding and concept of God and how God works. And um, because a lot of things people listen to, they don't put to practice. So they just store it in their minds and use it as a way of analyzing, criticizing, being judgmental of others, giving themselves a sense of, well, I know this and this person doesn't know it. But if they were to put it into practice, then they will quickly be able to sort out what actually works and what doesn't work. As Jesus said, he said, if you will do what I say, then you shall know. In other words, is as you practice it, then you'll know the authenticity of the very things that I am teaching, is what Jesus said. So you put it into practice and you come to realize. So when I talk about God helping, what I want to show today is how this help, now there's a direct action of the spirit of God in our souls in helping us, in fact another Greek word for the word comforter, it means helper. In other words, I will send you another helper. So Jesus said, I am your helper right now. So I'm going to send another helper who will be with you right till the end. Second Corinthians 1.24 Paul called ministers help us. All right, Second Corinthians. Not that we have dominion over your faith, but help us of your joy, for by faith you stand. So he said, we human vessels that preach help us of your joy. Psalm 121 verse 1. I shall look up unto the hills from whence cometh my help? Verse two so it says, My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and the earth. So it talks about the help coming from the Lord. I look to the hills from whence cometh my help. Now to some people when they say, Well, my help comes from the Lord, automatically they think that, This is just going to be some spooky help that will just come. Right. And so when the help really begins to come from the Lord, they do not know how to receive that particular help, for they don't understand the nature of how God works. So I want to establish that God does help us. Second Corinthians chapter 20, verse 3 and 4. Also feared. Now in verse 2. He talks about a great multitude that came from beyond the sea against them in the land of Judah. Alright, and they told Jehoshaphat about that. And in verse 3, the Bible tells us Jehoshaphat feared and then set himself to seek the Lord. So you knew my help comes from the Lord. And proclaimed a fast throughout all of Judah. So he went to the Lord, right, to gain help from the Lord. Another scripture again, and watch this one well. Ezra chapter 8, verse 21. And then I proclaimed a fast. You see them again? When, I mean, these folks understood fasting. All right, once there's an issue, they proclaim fast. Three days fast, address the matter. Don't waste time. Don't let it linger. All right, for three years or 30 years. Then I proclaimed the fast there, at the river of Ahava, that we might afflict ourselves before the Lord to seek out of him a right way for us, for our little ones and for all our substance. Now hear what he says in verse 2. For I was ashamed to require of the king a band of soldiers and horsemen to help us against the enemy in the way, because we had spoken unto the king, saying, The hand of God is upon them for good that seek him, but his power and his wrath is against them. And now, so when we will think about it this way that when you are getting help from God, it doesn't involve man. You just read it here. All right? But he says he was ashamed to go and ask for help from anybody because he had proclaimed that the Lord, all right, the hand of the Lord was upon them. So what he decided to do was to go and fast and pray in order to secure or to obtain help from the Lord. There was a time Paul said, you know, they tried to kill him. He said, I am still alive till this day because I have obtained help from the Lord. I have secured the help of God to sustain my life upon this earth. So someone can say, well, my business is going this way or whatever my career, because I have obtained help from God. And the Lord is the word helping me to get this particular thing done. Whereupon well, that individual will never be found boasting in any other thing apart from the helping hand of God Almighty. Now, this help we are speaking about, and this one I want to say, is not a help from men. But it's a help from God administered through me. Do you get what I'm saying? Understand what I'm saying here. There is a difference between me going to meet somebody and begging that person to help me do something. because I' in need I need I'm need. And then from another thing to go to God and say, God, I have a need, all right? And then, uh, like Cornelius went to God in prayer, and an angel came and said, "Send for one Simon by Jonah. Simon, there, he will tell the words by which thou will be saved." And while you send, so the angel comes, you send men. God already goes to meet Peter where he is, and gives Peter a clear-cut revelation, such that Peter himself, while he was there, God told Peter there are some people downstairs, three men waiting for you, do what they say and follow them to that particular place. So when those men came to meet Peter, all right, Peter was already, all right, Peter had already been prepared by God. It wasn't that they were begging Peter, Peter himself was saying that, where is, where are you people going to? Do you understand what I'm saying here? Right? It wasn't that they were begging Peter. All right? I mean, I mean, it's just like um, 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 Bishop Butler saying when he got that property. I mean, fantastic property in Detroit. I said, he said, well, it was a Catholic church that only God said that property is yours. Go pay for that property. He said, they had just finished all their money on, on building. They didn't even have any money in the account. They just they were just about to recuperate and God says, go buy that. He says, by the time he walks into he says, well, do, at least go there. By the time he walked into the place, all right, he met with a the bishop there and the bishop looked at him, a Catholic bishop, a white Catholic bishop, and looked at him and said, Keith Butler. I said, yes. You are the one we are selling this property to. God told us it's you. He says, Well, I can't afford it. I don't have the money. How much do you have? And then they structure a payment for you. That is God helping you through men. Do you get what I'm saying here? It is different from you asking man for help without talking to God first. But God is not going to give you money or anything from heaven. But he is going to, when Elijah was being sent to the widow, God said, I have already commanded her. So by the time Elijah came there, the widow already, and what happens is, when that kind of connection is made, both parties rise. The person who actually helps experiences God in their life and the person who was helped experienced God at the point where that person helped but the person who helped experiences God after they have helped. Are you following what So there is a form of help administered through the hands of men Alright, but not by men. In other words, from the beginning, we see in Genesis 2 and verse 18, we see God saying this, alright, and the Lord God said, it's not good that man should be alone. I will make him a help meet. So God was going to help him by making somebody else that will fit that situation. A help meet means Someone that fits like a hand into a glove, which means will fit. So, God made a helpmate. So, God was helping him through somebody else. But it wasn't the idea of Adam to have that person. It was God's idea. So, it is God's idea that I'm going to help you through certain people, not your own idea. Do you get what I'm saying? So, there's a total difference here. So in 2 Kings chapter 14 and and, and verse 26, we see 2 Kings 14 and 26, for the Lord saw the affliction of Israel, that it was very bitter, for there was not any shut up, nor any left, nor any helper for Israel. So God observed that and said, ah, there is no helper for this person. In First Chronicles chapter 12 and verse 1. 1 Chronicles 12, 1. Now these are they that came to David in Ziklag, while he had kept himself close because of Saul, the son of Kish. And they were among the mighty men, helpers of war. So the Bible describes them as helpers. All right? So one thing you've got to understand is that God does help largely a lot of the help you get he will administer it through the hands of people. So you must understand, all right, first of all, the dynamic there. Because many people do not understand that dynamic. That there's a difference between walking up to a person and telling the person listen to me, you've got to help me, you've got to help me, and And when God talks to the person and says, there's somebody I want you to help, all right? For example, this morning. Let me give an example. I decided I was going to change the in a house. I just decided. Oh, yesterday night, the genital, his lifespan is is enough. The way he's sounding, the days are numbered. This is not, um, um, his time is up. Becoming a disturbance to neighbors with the sound and the smoke. So um, one of the electricians that I mean I met him in 1990 when we came here, 1996. 1996. So he sent me a WhatsApp message and it it almost looked like click on this link. So I just thought, ah, this is the first WhatsApp message you ever sent me in his life. Which one is click on this link? Uh, This thing wants to do something, so I deleted it. So about 15 minutes after, he calls me. He says, you know, I'm just somewhere and I saw two generators they're about to sell. They've not used these generators at all. The person bought it, put it in this place and says he wants to sell them. That, are you interested in buying these generators? I, you know, it doesn't just occur to me that sometimes you buy for those sites. Uh, I, 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 I said, are you sure? He said, yes. I said, "Good generator? He told me the gave exactly what I was looking for. So God can minister to people. God is not going to bring the janitor to your house. Yes, sir. Are you I'm yes, saying he is not going to be the one that will carry? If you are waiting for that kind of thing, you wait till Jesus comes. <laughs> and this is what I'm saying. When we think about help from God, sometimes the concept we have of it, and people are looking for that, is spectacular. Mm-hmm. But then, when they come into that natural dimension, they don't understand how it works. When even Ezra that said all of this, you know, before he even went out, the king had given him certain things. But what happened was that he went to pray first to God. And then while he was serving the king, the king, all right, sorry, Neymar, the king saw his countenance and said, Why is your countenance like this? It wasn't that he went, he the king just looked at him, and then he said, And then I prayed unto the Lord and spoke to the king. Which means as the king asked him he quickly prayed to god and then spoke to the king and the king said so what happens is that they go to god first and god chooses who and how he will help you All right. so it's one thing for me to say well i have an uncle here that can help me to do this i'm going to meet the uncle It's another thing for me to pray unto god and then in the course of time there Somebody just comes up and in a discussion just tells him that you know if you if you need anything all right to do in this this particular person can help you with it. That one you know that God is the one speaking through that person because you didn't discuss with that person you didn't have any conversation with that person. And then he says I can talk to this person for you to help you in that and talks to the person and everything fits like a hand into the glove. So, Psalm 60, verse 11. Before we get into it. Let's just show this here. This is what sometimes will read and don't get it. Give us help from trouble, for vain is the help of man. Now, we read that and think that what he's saying is that men shouldn't help you. Do you see what I'm saying? He's not saying men shouldn't help you. He's saying that, alright, if you just go to men for help, and you didn't go to God and God was the one. You see, this is just a man-to-man thing. It leads to vanity. And uh, so because of that, people in faith, even in faith now, will treat people anyhow saying that, God is my helper. Do you get what I'm saying? They'll be rude. They'll be, they'll be rude in the office saying God is the one that can promote me. <laughs> <laughs> my promotion doesn't come from uh, I, I don't, I, I don't, I, I can't say what people say. But I, I don't uh, because God is the one who is my helper. As somebody said once to somebody, he said, listen to me, here is your fire. Only two people now can save you from this. God and me. Because from this fire you are going to prison. And now if God is going to help you, he will talk to me. Because I'm the one going to sign. Or else go and look for Jesus' company. Do you understand what I'm saying? Uh, so I looking at the man. Listen to me, the head of this home, the head, my own head is Jesus. No man is my head. Then go and marry <laughs> and be with <Mrs>. Jesus. <laughs> Psalm one hundred and forty six and verse three. Put not your trust in princes now in the Son of Man. In whom there is no what? Help. So without are not talking about putting your trust, you put your trust in God for a person can only help if God permits them to be of help to you. Are you following what I'm saying? All right? I wanted to get something done in Nepal, in the well, in United States once. And, and somebody suggested, well, I, I knew this was from God. That I ask this person for this? So I asked the person. And the person said, this thing you asked may not work. He said, because this is so-and-so person you know, who is our boss here, went to the White House to secure this thing from the State Department, and they couldn't do it. If they can't do it from the State Department in the White House, I don't know how it is possible. I said, what God said is just write this. He didn't say you should talk to anybody. Write this. Do you get what I'm saying? Uh If you go through man, man, that's you go and meet man. No matter how influential the man is, if heaven doesn't authorize it, it won't work. That's what the scripture says. It won't work. People just feel that, well, if so, you are so, so, and so, and that this, is so, and so, then automatically you must, if you work in a company and, and you are, you are this, then automatically, you know, you should be able to. In fact, what some people ask you to do is to break the law. That's exactly what they're asking you to do. That, you know, this is the process here of this being done, break the law in order for us to get access to it. All right. One of the scriptures, first chronicles chapter twelve and verse eighteen. First Chronicles twelve eighteen, it says, Alright, and the spirit of God came on Amasa, and who was the chief of the captains, and there, David and on his side, they say, Peace, peace be peace, peace be unto thy helpers. Now this is scripture here. It says the spirit came on Amasa, who was the chief of the captains, and said, Thine are we, David? And on thy side, thou son of Jesse, peace, peace be unto thee; peace be to thy helpers, for thy for thy God helpeth thee. Do you understand what I'm saying? Here? They said we are your helpers, but it's God, all right, that is helping what you. So God was helping David through the helpers that he brought Into the life of David. So it is God centered, channeled through men, not man centered. But you can't just say you are God centered and there's no interaction, all right, with people. That's why the Bible says that this person feared not God nor regarded man. All right? So when a person fears God and puts their trust in God, they always treat people with respect. Because if you understand, that's why it says they're hospitable to strangers for some have entertained angels unawares. Anybody who is in the faith work knows that missing the channels through with this thing will come are human beings, therefore treat people well so you don't shut the doors and people's hearts are caught and turned away from you. That's why rude people can't get far. Rude people can't get far. And that's why I warn young people, be careful what you see on all this social media. Because If you put stuff out there that offends people, when the chicken comes home to roost. Alright? People read that, they have a perception about people, and 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 look, you must understand that that I mean if you if you talk to any other person and say I want to put rude remarks out in public, if the person really, really, really has the money will tell you my friend there's a way of saying things without you being rude you can make your point without you being insulting all right that you do not put negative stuff out there because if you keep putting negative stuff out there right people will get to see those things and they will cause them you might not even say it to them they just don't want those kind of energies around them this podcast is brought to you by the covenant nation for more information visit www.insightsforliving.org. Thank you and God bless.